You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 108. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing one of my students, Carly, from Party with Carly, and she's going to share a little bit about how we met and her journey as an event planner. I hope you enjoy. I'm so excited to introduce you to today's guest, Carly from Party with Carly. What's up, girl? Hey, I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, I just love this podcast so much. Oh, you're so nice. Thanks for being on here. Okay. So I think it would be way fun if you just shared a little backstory about like how you and I know each other because we actually met online. Yes, we did meet online. We're one of those. Uh, the beautiful world of social media. <laughs> so I... Um, started my little party business uh, probably about eight months ago. But before that, it was several months of me like amping myself up of like, I am going to have the courage to do this. And so I went online and did what everyone does go. I went and stalked people on social media <laughs> and to find other people who had done similar things to what I wanted to do. And I found the fabulous Chelsea Curtis and uh-huh. I followed you and I just loved everything you did. I had just missed your last dance party. I was like, oh, I want to go so bad. And so I I found you and I found your Party Planner Academy. And I was like, you know what? Okay, it's time to do this. So I signed up for the 28-day challenge and we connected and we talked on the phone and it was awesome. And yep, that's how we know each other. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. And I have to be honest, like this is my one space where I feel like it can just like peek behind the curtain and be like, here's what's really going on. So when you joined the challenge, obviously I had no idea who you were. And when you put out a course, when you put out a challenge, you're always like, okay, go be free. And then the whole time you're like, please, like, please like work for this person because it's like everything that's worked for me. And so every time I have a student come through and they turn into a success story, it is like a relief because I'm like, oh my gosh, it works. You know, like it's not just some, some random, like I don't know, magic that I'm doing. There's like actual systems and to see it duplicated is the coolest feeling in the whole world. So thank you for, um, being one of my first students and, and trusting me. Like it really means so, so much. And I want to give you a little street cred right now, because yesterday, as a matter of fact, you were on KSL studio five, which is a huge local, um, to Utah TV station. And you did a segment. Tell me about that. Ah, I did. It was so much fun. So I did a little segment, um, on party balloon DIYs that are simple and cheap and easy that anyone can do to spice up their party. And it was just so much fun. Um, you were actually the one who gave me the suggestion and the inspiration to do this. Um, I needed some ways to amp up my portfolio resume, kind of like give me some cred of, um, who I am and what I do. And you suggested this to me. And so I decided to might as well go for it. And if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And yeah, I pitched myself and they were excited to have me and it was such a fun experience. Oh my gosh. I loved it so, so much. So now I'm just like jumping on any opportunity that I can. I love that so much. And I talk a lot about this in my courses of like, you set yourself up and you've been doing the work. Like it's been fun to watch you cause you really had nothing about parties. I mean, everybody has a social media presence, but to really see you like implement putting out your business and curating it and making this beautiful feed. I'm like, man, like you're so talented and I, I'm so proud of you. Like what a cool experience. You should be so proud. Like that's way cool. And I cannot wait to see it. So we'll make sure to link, um, whenever you get the, the footage of it 
send it and we'll link it in this podcast so others can like see see what you do but you really are amazing at balloon arches and they're so cute so that is so fun oh you're so nice okay so tell me a little bit about like your backstory before you even met me like where did you come from and where did you start out (laughs) who are you (laughs) um so I am originally from Orange County California um my my parents' house is like 15 minutes, maybe not even that, maybe like 10 minutes from Disneyland. And so super fun place to grow up. And I came to Utah for um, school. I went to Brigham Young University. Um, I actually majored in theater arts studies, (laughs) totally unrelated, but like super fun and creative too, I guess. That is creative. Yeah. And so that was super fun. And I just graduated um, in April of 2019. And um, right after graduation was when I was kind of like, okay, if I'm ever going to do this and follow this passion of mine, the time is now. And so that's kind of when I was like, I'm going to take the leap. And I found your challenge and your academy. And it was just, it was just wonderful. So that is me. That is awesome. Um, and for those of you that don't remember, I am also from Southern California. So that was like a little thing that we bonded over. We're like Southern California and Utah meeting. Yes. The best (laughs) place We could enjoy, um, some of those little things. And actually, were you living in Utah before In-N-Out was here? Um, I wasn't, but my siblings were. And so they were always the cool kids who went home to, um, get (laughs) In-N-Out. Right. So for those of you that don't know, In-N-Out Burger is like a really famous chain of hamburgers that started in Southern California. And of course they're now in Utah, but I came here 15 years ago. And I remember when there was like little pop-ups that would like kind of knock it off and it wasn't as good. And so now I'm like, I don't have any reason to go back. I have Trader Joe's and In-N-Out. I'm set. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally, totally. You just need the beach. I don't, no. I'm Disneyland. So I and guess Disneyland. So there's that. We'll always be back. So, yeah. okay. So you wanted to become a party planner. You talked a little bit about your hesitation, um, but what was your why? Like, why did you want to pursue this dream? What, what, um, what just made you feel like parties is the thing you want to do with your life? Okay. So I have always, I've always loved a good party. You know, I mean, who doesn't? Um, and growing up, I would always throw ridiculously elaborate birthday parties for myself just so that I could plan them and decorate them. And it was always something that was super fun for me, but I never really thought of it as something that I could pursue professionally. Um, and then when, so I got married a year before I graduated and I planned my wedding and honestly, like planning my own wedding was the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And a lot of people are like, Oh, aren't you so glad the planning's over? But I'm like, I want to plan it every single day, every, every single day. I wish I could plan so many weddings for myself. Um, it was so fun. And so after I did that, I was like, wow, I, I want to plan parties. I want to plan more events. And I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And it was something that I could not get off of my mind. And so I just decided that like, you know, when, when you're thinking about something and it consumes you, like it, it's worth going after. And so I decided that, you know what, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to go for it. And here we are. I love that so much. Um, so throughout your journey, um, you're obviously like a really happy, like very sweet, kind, nice person. And I, have seen your work. So I know you're really talented, but like, did you hit any walls or roadblocks while you were kind of coming along and trying to figure this out? Yeah. I mean, so I, and I'm fairly still, I'm still fairly new. And so there's many roadblocks to come, but I think so far the biggest, one of the biggest things for me has been like 
narrowing in on what exactly it is that I want to do because I have, I mean, I love events and there's so many different things that you can do with events. And so it's, it's been difficult for me to kind of find my niche, so to speak of like, what exact, what type of event do I want to work with? Or do I want to throw parties, like host my own parties like you do, which I think would be so fun. Or do I want to style products for brands or, you know, there's so many limitless opportunities that, um, I could pursue within this event planning party world. And that's been kind of the hard part is I haven't been able to like narrow in on it. So I've kind of just been starting to try everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. in order to narrow in on what it is exactly I want to do. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's been one of the biggest road roadblocks and, and it gets a little bit frustrating at times just because like, I feel like when you have your thing, you can just own it and push it out into the world and really go full force. Um, it's kind of hard to go full force in every direction. Yes. Yes, totally. And I, I really love the enthusiasm and excitement you have. Um, one thing that I find with a lot of event planners, not just my students, but event planners in general is that regardless of the type of event they're doing, they don't get stressed out or anxious about it. It's just exciting. And I Mm -hmm. think that's really important because like you said, as you're trying to figure out the different ones, like some will become more exciting than others. And so the Mm -hmm. ones that you just love, you're like, yes, like weddings to me, same. I love Mm -hmm. planning weddings and like how elaborate and it's so over the top. The Mm -hmm. thing that I don't love is like limitations. So that's why I don't do weddings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause I don't want to be limited. Like I want to say, what's the idea? Like how big can I go? And weddings are the one thing, especially here in Utah, which is so sad to me that people cannot like, they're like, how do I make this like less or like, I don't know how to, if I'm explaining that correctly, but they just like want to go really like cheap on it or Mm -hmm. just not full out. Or like, how can I do this and spend the least amount of money? And as a planner, you're like, well, I'm not going to sell my time for less than it's worth. So you probably should just do this yourself. And so I think it's just like a cultural thing, depending on, um, where you live and like your family's preference, but yeah, same. So for that reason, I, I can resonate with the thought of like, okay, I know for sure I don't want to do weddings. And it's not that I don't love weddings. It's just like, I don't want to deal with the drama of like the mother-in-law and the bride and this oh, and yeah. things up and the tears and the drama. I'm good. Yeah. And this is like the most important day of their yes, life. Yes, 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 yes. And I think, like I said, if I were to work at like a wedding venue and they were coming to me and I had like different control or parameters, it would be yeah. a little easier. Cause at that point you're like weeding out people who are trying to like do it on a budget. And like, what can I DIY? And like, you know, people breaking down, like, well, can you send me your hours or can you, you're like, no, I I'm doing the whole thing. Like, absolutely. <laughs> this absolutely. is like always happening. Like, there's not even hours to track. <laughs> yeah. It's like a constant, like, flow yeah. of, you know, stuff that's happening. But yeah. And I, another I, thing, Oh, sorry. No, another you're good. Thing with, with wedding planning or with being a wedding planner is like, you don't have as much of like a return customer. I mean, hopefully not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, hopefully not. But like, and if you're on a venue, it'd be great because you'd have customers, like clients coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but wedding planning isn't as much like the same customer, the same client's going to come to you to plan another wedding for themselves. Yes. So you're kind of always having to put yourself out there where as maybe other events, people are going to want to hire you if you do a good job. To yes, absolutely. And that's like been, again, I can resonate with that so much because I'm like, yes, like I would rather have a client say you did a good job you can always do my company holiday party or you can always yeah. do this big event for me. And then it starts to book up my year years in advance. And it's like just the happiest thing. Cause you know, like you've got a good thing going and you just have to keep okay. doing your very best and impressing yeah. them and blowing minds. 
and it is so much fun. That's so fun. Um, well, that's, that's really, really great. Are, have you um, decided any events that you don't want to do? Um, so that's a hard question because I feel like you kind of touched on it. Like the Utah culture here is a little bit different, um, in the sense of like, people don't really want to spend a ton of money on events. So like, well, and we should break that down for people that are listening, like other places. Like I would say people are probably spending less than $5,000 for a wedding and like everything. Would you say that's probably, oh yeah. The dress, the cake, everything, which blows my mind. I'm like, I don't, I don't even like, again, you have to do it by yourself at that point. Okay, go on. A a normal venue in Southern California when I was looking is like 15 grand, like for like the bare minimum. Yep. So, but yeah, so, so people, the culture here, people don't really want to spend a ton of money on events. And so like in theory, I'd love to like do super elaborate kids parties or super like really fun celebration type events like that. But there's not really a market for that in, in Utah. So in order to do that, I would need to go somewhere else. So it's like, if I'm going to be staying in Utah, then maybe I would want to do corporate events. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's kind of hard just because the budget thing, it makes, makes some events less. Well, yeah, because you you have to put a value on your time at the end of the day. And I really love, like, I think you have so much potential. And if you're not already, like you should start reaching out to brands because you're right on the cusp of doing that party work from home where you set up a fake party for Pinterest and then you get paid a couple thousand dollars to just curate a party and no one even comes. It's the, it's like one of my favorite things to do. I love that. Oh my gosh. This is so easy. Like you don't have to worry about all the logistics because it's not a real event. It's just a photo shoot. And for those of you listening that don't know, like how it works is a brand, like let's say post cereal, for example, they're coming out with a new line of cereal. It would cost them 10, 20, $30,000 to do photo shoots, to promote it, to get models, hire actors and to hire an influencer to come and do the same thing. It would be like, again, a fraction of the price Yeah. and they could get way better content and it's organic and you have a following. So there's just lots of pros. Yeah. Leveraging their audience. Yeah. I, I would love, love, love to do that. And you, I remember like way back when, cause of course, when you, when you find someone new on social media, you have to binge every, everything they have online. So when I first found you, I just like binged all of your podcast episodes. And I remember you said something about how you were talking about this very thing of working with brands that throw parties. And you said how you did a, a, unicorn party for your daughter and you use you took time before to like take pictures of it for the brand but then you already had a party set up so you had people come over and leverage the party that you already did for this brand which I think is so cool oh my gosh I've gotten smarter in my in my years of doing it but yes that's such a great idea and it's again even more organic because it's a real event that's happening yeah and so they tend to do even better so Throughout this journey of you becoming an event planner and pursuing this, um, you're putting in a lot of time and work and building, you know, have you gotten any like kickback from your husband or family or anybody that's like, what are you doing? Like what's going on over there? Yeah. I, I mean, not like outright people have been very kind and supporting, uh, like supportive of me and, you know, really cheer me on. I'm lucky to have a really good support base of family and friends that like are super excited and cheering me on. Um, I think it's mostly in my mind, like in my mind, I think, wow, people just think this is like a frivolous hobby that she's just like wasting money on just because she has nothing else to do. And, 
and, and that's, the, that's the battle. I, that's the struggle of, you know, pursuing anything that you want to do is you have to fight the voices in your head. Oh yeah. It's so hard. It's so, so true. I, mean, I don't know that anyone, no one said anything to my face. They've all been very supportive, but mostly the pushback is from myself. Well, so. that's, that's actually really good. And I found that with everything, like everything in life, you're going to be your own worst critic and you're going to be the one that's saying, okay, I give up well before anyone else says it. Yeah. And then it's like a week or two will go on and then somebody will say like, oh, what about that thing? And you're kind of like, yeah, I don't do it anymore. You yeah. know? And it's not just <laughs> with like passion projects. It could be like weight loss or relationships or, you know, just so anything, a business, Absolutely. a hobby, whatever, you know? And it, it just goes to show that the only ones who don't make it are the ones who give up. Like you just have to keep going and make it a priority to commit to it. So Absolutely. has your journey so far changed you as a person? Like, um, you talked a little bit about finding these like inner demons of like, just feeling like, okay, I'm going to do it because I care. And I, I, yes. I can only get better by putting myself <laughs> out there. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I fought a lot of imposter syndrome. You talk about that a lot in your podcast and um, on your social media. That has been that's been a big thing for me to overcome. I actually recently just have just read this book that's amazing for anyone that's dealing with imposter syndrome. It's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and it, the the subtitle is like I think it's called Creative Living Beyond Fear. And she talks about this thing that's perfect for imposter syndrome that's called creative entitlement. And when you think of like the word entitlement, you kind of think like, oh, I'm entitled to this and to yeah. that, whatever. But she talks about it um, as simply just believing that you're allowed to be here, that you're allowed to be in a creative space, that you're allowed to have a voice and a vision, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done or what you haven't done. And that that has, that mindset has really um, helped me kind of just like go for it and stop listening to the voices in my head. and. Um, I think I definitely have changed a lot since I've started this journey and pursuit of my party business because I feel more empowered. I, it's so awesome to like look back over like just the past eight months and see like, oh my gosh, I've done a lot. Like I have done so many things that I never thought that I could even do. And in the day to day, sometimes you don't think think about that. You think, okay, oh my gosh, I have to do this, or I need to get something better. What can I do to improve myself or like comparing mm -hmm. yourself to others? I'm not as good as they are. But when you really like step back and think of, you know, all that you've already accomplished, it's really empowering. It's really, really empowering. So I think I that's definitely that. big magic. I'm adding it to my audible playlist. I've actually yes. seen it and heard of this book many times before, but I'm going to have to take a listen. Yeah. But again, I feel like no matter what stage you're at, it's just always when you're in these, like you're, you're going to be riding the high of like, you're doing all these things. And all of a sudden you'll have a month of like, I have nothing. And then mm -hmm. you start to like scramble. You're like, Oh no, am I irrelevant? Like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> and it really is just like, you have to make and create your own opportunities. And so I find that when I'm on the ball, like, even if I am like, it's January right now and I have the worst seasonal depression and I'll look outside and I literally just don't want to get out of bed. And it's the weirdest thing to me because I'm like, okay, Chelsea, if you can just push yourself to send out three emails or to, to do this or to reach out here or there, all of a sudden things start falling into place, but you have to take that first step to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sometimes it's hard because you don't feel like it. Or you, again, that imposter syndrome gets the best of you. And it's like anything in life, like you have to do the work and amazingly 
I like, again, I, I always wonder, I'm like, man, if I was operating like without any anxiety or operating without any fear or hesitation, like how much further would I be? Totally. Oh my goodness. I, I think about that all the time. Cause I feel like there's so many times, even things like an Instagram post, which is so dumb, but I'll sit on my phone looking at a picture or a caption that I write thinking like, Oh my gosh, like people are not going to like this. This is so dumb. I can't post it or whatever. And like life would be so much easier if I could just like move forward without any of those thoughts, without any fears, with just like owning my big magic and going forward without fear. It would be wonderful. (laughs) I think it's just a daily practice, right? It's just part of the, I like want an easy button all the time for fitness, for business, for relationships. Like where's the button? Like I want to make this easier. And I think all the things that are worth it in life, you just have to put in the work. That's the secret is you just have to do it afraid. You have to do it with anxiety. You have to do it even though you're not feeling like it, you know? Yeah. And And uh, people don't want to hear that. And they don't want to hear it because it's like, a lot of us want to do what we feel like doing. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. I really love that about you. I am so honored to know you and to have you be one of my students because you are somebody that has taken this course by the reins and like gone with it and run with it. And like you said, it hasn't even really been a year and you've mm-hmm. already had segments. Like this is the best news ever because like for somebody like me who started seven years ago, I didn't start doing that until four or five years into my journey. And it's not because I wasn't qualified. It's because I didn't know how you know? Totally. Totally. And I'm so grateful to like have found you and found like a mentor that can tell me like, you are allowed to go after these things. Like you don't have to wait four years, you know, you can, it doesn't matter what you've done or what you haven't done. You can go after them. And the worst they're going to say is no, but like what happens if they say yes? And so I I just am so grateful that I've had someone who can, you know, kind of hold my hand through the process and be like, you're good. You can do it. Come on. Oh, I love this so much. I love it so much. And I cannot wait to share your segment. So tell everybody where to find you. How can we follow you and get more Carly in our lives? (laughs) <laughs> right. So I am on Instagram. My handle's at party with Carly. I also have a blog website called carlyparty.com and my segment will be posted on KSL. I'll send Chelsea the link so she can post it too. But that is me. Yes. Well, thank you again. It was so fun having you on and we will catch you guys next time.